Olivia. I'm Josh. I'm Jay. This is our music podcast. And today we're going to be discussing whether or not the Rolling Stones were set up by the FBI. Yay. Is that a good Fantastic. Idea? So it's a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not like. Decided. Yeah. So, oh, I like this. Yes. Because that leaves room for me to make wild speculations. Yes. (laughs) You were going to do that regardless. Yeah. But now, like, I like when they're a little justified. Right. I like, I I, like, I like them a little justified or like completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like the the completely justified ones are just, I'm not interested. Right. (laughs) I see where, I see where you're going. Do you know? So this conspiracy was first talked about by author Philip Norman, who has written many books about musicians and bands like Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, Buddy Holly, Elton John, and Eric Clapton. But the theory is that the FBI set up a drug bust to keep the Rolling Stones out of the U.S. The Rolling Stones had become increasingly popular by the mid-60s, and they originally, I don't know if you guys remember this, but... In the beginning, they sort of did the whole like suit thing, like the Beatles, where they like in photographs they dressed them up nice and yeah, I think almost every, every band, ba- yeah, yeah, basically every okay. band did that. But then quickly they realized that it benefited them more to make them sort of like the bad boys of rock and roll, which I always thought was funny because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that the Beatles were like clean cut and especially later on in their music later on maybe in the beginning in the very beginning they were wearing suits they were all you know they still had kind of like shaggy hair but the beatles were actually from the bad part of town the stones were from like the nicer richer area yeah i believe yeah but they you know really kind of encouraged this bad boy image to be what they're not boy band image which is just yeah well and sort of like the anti-beatles because they already had you know a british rock band that was doing you know better yeah so so it just oh yeah that was it Um, i'm saying so it just kind of made sense to you know kind of give them like a different identity yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's uh, and they didn't know that, like, because I feel like back then, I with the Beatles, the beginning of trying to break into America, mm-hmm. I feel like they might have been, Maybe. but like back then, they didn't realize you can do you could do the same thing twice and be successful in America. It's like the third one that everybody's like, "Oh, you're such a ripoff." Oh yeah, like I'm th- right. yeah, um, I'm th- I'm thinking of like, uh, like how Coldplay is like a shittier version of U2 and Radiohead. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. That kind of thing. I, there's a better example that I'll come up with later. Yeah. I don't know what it is at the moment. And I'll just blurt it out and you'll be like, what? Bee Gees? What? <laughs> no, not the Bee Gees. Well, the Bee I just blurted that out. So. Yeah, I mean, they started disco and then everybody hopped on that train. 60s Bee Gees is quite interesting if you've ever listened to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were a rock and roll band, kind of. Yeah. And then they ruined music for like five <laughs> years, maybe three to five years, give or take. Yeah. Everybody has their own opinion about the Bee Gees. Uh, well, it's not so much the Bee Gees; it's the aftermath of it. Yeah, kind it's of like yeah. Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana ruined, Nirvana ruined music for a while because yeah. they yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, that's a that yeah, that's a good like." You had Nirvana, and then you had Bush, and they were both successful. But then you had like Puddle of Mud, which was I know a lot later, but they were shitty, and like everybody's not 
not everybody obviously because yeah. they made money, but like like you're just trying to be a grunge band and you're a little late and you suck. Yeah, you're Yeah, there was late. like a good five year period where it was just kind of unbearable to see this Nirvana fallout yeah. type stuff. I know. Yeah, it, it, it was just bad. like I, I think because even though there were guitar solos in Nirvana songs, people act like there weren't. Mm-hmm. But like people thought that Kurt Cobain wasn't necessarily a good guitar player because he kind of was more in the he was more punk rock than he mm-hmm. was like you know hair metal or whatever that was around at the time. Yeah, but he like wasn't. I don't think what a lot of people thought he was skill level wise. And then that also kind of ruined it because then they were looking for bands that just genuinely weren't very good at what they did. <laughs> so yeah. like. They got it How wrong. do you feel about Silverchair, Jay? I oh, like Silverchair. Like Nir- don't you talk about them? I asked Jay. I didn't ask you. I <laughs> have mixed feelings about Silverchair because I feel like Frog Stomp is like, okay, it's not a bad album, but when you consider that they were like 16, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, and they had other good albums. There was another... I only remember one or two songs off of like a subsequent album, but I think that I liked them both. Yeah. I don't really remember. I like. It definitely falls under that umbrella of like watered-down Nirvana fallout. Yes, that's but true. But that that's not saying it's not good. I mean, but they started pretty early. They weren't... Yeah. Didn't they win a record? Didn't they win like a battle of the bands? And that's how I think they got so for like Triple J deal, or something. Which good for them. I, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I never got super into them, but like yeah, my opinion was what I just stated. Like mm-hmm. the first one wasn't bad, but when you consider their age, it's like really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, think that's what people would say about Coldplay, who are maybe from our. They're like, well, it was the fallout from these other bands, but yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, I yeah, mean, I, I would definitely say like that. some cold Jane, I would say Well, that, their first album isn't bad. Yeah. Yellow is like the worst song on the album, in my opinion. Or is that on their second album? Is, I think it's on their first album. Yeah. At least the first one I was aware of. Yeah, I think it's their first album, but like I'm not into them, so I'm not sure on the chronology. Yeah. But like, it's the worst song on the album, and it became a gigantic hit. I kind of liked it. I, I thought it was I didn't like it because it reminded me of a Built to Spill song that I think was released prior. Oh, um, okay. I doubt it was like a like them a ripoff or yeah. like or like intentional at least. But the melody is very very reminiscent, and I can't think of the name of the Built to Spill song off the top of my head. But is it from? There's nothing wrong with love. What's it? What's it off? Um, it's got to be if it's like. No, I think it's. I think it's like um, ancient melodies of the future, maybe. Oh. Um, oh, it's the weather. The verses to the weather and the verses to uh, yellow are kind of similar. Yeah. Okay. Not to listen to that. I liked. A couple songs off their second album. If Yellow was, if that, the one with Yellow was their first album. They, I think They it had a was. couple good songs on the next one too. Yeah, I just don't, I'm just like, they're one of those bands, I just think they were given more credit than they deserved. Not even Probably. that they were necessarily bad. Yeah. But like, at one, like, yeah. When they like, came out, there wasn't, there, they had no. That, that's on. the thing. They had no competition, and I think yeah. that's the only reason they became as big as they did. Yeah. I think had there been like any other like one band that was really 
good Coldplay mm-hmm. wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Like, Interesting theory, yeah. Yeah. You guys hear a sound in the background that sounds like a sea monster. It's actually my stomach. It keeps making these like oh, noises. Fair enough. So if you hear that, that's what that is. She's lying. She found Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, the image that, you know, they the stones had pushed, this bad boy image, it caused a lot of paranoia among parents and churches and, you know, as did. we talked about, Pe- the American government. Well, I mean, the people were very wary of the Beatles, these shaggy-haired, and their hair was, it was like short <laughs> yeah. compared to... Right. It wasn't... It just a, wasn't military It, it wasn't cut, a yeah. crew cut. Yeah. yeah. Like... But it was like barely over their ears and people were... I mean, that's the time. Yeah. Mattingly, yeah. get rid of those sideburns. Mattingly, shake those sideburns. That's another Simpsons Jay reference. and I could make Simpsons references like We could make an entire podcast out just of Simpsons <laughs> references. Like, yeah. But according to author Philip Norman, Canadian drug dealer David Snyderman, nicknamed Acid King Dave, <laughs> was stopped by customs at Heathrow Airport in London. He had a suitcase full of a variety of drugs with him. As and you do. Instead of being, on a plane. yeah, <laughs> yeah. What what was he thinking? Back then, you could. Remember, yeah, I guess, that's yeah. a that's a time when you could. You I thought could, it just looked like a briefcase. You could get to the airport like as long as you physically had enough time to run from the entrance of the airport oh, yeah. to the gate, you would you have gotten on, on the plane. plane. Yeah. You know, we like this is yeah. It's when people would smoke on planes. You mm-hmm. know, so crazy. They would also actually. It's probably still when people were getting dressed up to go on a plane. That oh, was a thing yeah. at one point. They dressed yeah. up like church, except without the hats. Probably. Yeah. That giant like cocaine drug kingpin. He used to. He started by just he had a suitcase or a briefcase, and it had like a false bottom. Yeah, and he just put like keys of coke under it, and got he did it like. A hundred times or something like that. So, yeah, because they didn't X-ray anything through customs. Yeah, they didn't X-ray anything. They're like, you got anything in this briefcase? No, they opened it up and it just they all they saw was some clothes over top of like a false bottom and they just got through every time. And they didn't probably didn't have dogs or anything. I doubt it. I wonder when they started using dogs for stuff like that. I don't know. I'm going to make a wild guess and say in the 80s. Yeah, that's when the war on drugs Reagan started. That or was it his wife or whatever. Not sure. Just say no. Yeah. She probably didn't like the Rolling Stones either. Probably not. (laughs) But yeah, instead of being arrested and deported, he met with some powerful people that offered him a deal. And like, this is all just this guy's theory that I'm presenting. This is not fact at this point. Okay. So he would be let off free of charge if he went undercover. And which is funny because he's not really undercover because he's prepen- like pretending to be the same person that does like the same thing. So I thought it was funny that well, that's why it works. Like, that was, it, right. It was, really. Get close with the Rolling Stones band members and then you know set them up with drugs so they could be busted. Supposedly the plan was, um, you know, they wanted them to purchase a large enough amount so the it would be like a substantial bust when they did catch them. Yeah, so they'd be like Felony. facing like jail time. Yeah, they'd go to jail and be unable to Does anyone have a get the required visas to go back to the US. So the thing that I kind of wondered is, you know, how did the FBI get involved with this plan? You know, cuz it's not I mean, it's not that crazy of an idea, but it's still kind of weird that he was busted Overseas. Well, here's the thing. You got to think about um, at the time, it still would have been J. Edgar Hoover probably in charge of the FBI. 
that guy was a maniac. Yeah. That guy like spied on all sorts yeah. of people. Like he was, he had a thing against John Lennon. Yeah. Like, wanted him gone. Like anything that they thought was a remote threat to their power, they wanted to kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's not, to, it's not a surprise at all. That it's not they, so far fetched. Like yeah. that they'd get yeah. involved like in something some like weird that. acid king guy. Yeah. I, I haven't read the book yet, but there's a guy who's been doing research for 20 years on Charles Manson mm-hmm. and, uh, he's found what he thinks is evidence that he was being handled by the CIA I've heard as that. a way to discredit the hippie movement. Yeah. And like, yeah, I haven't read the book yet. Once I do, probably good it's read. probably all I'll talk about for a while. <laughs> just it sounds interesting. Just Well, also, I have a weird obsession with... Obsession's the wrong word. I have a fascination with Charles Manson. You're his son. One, I look like I could be related to him when I have long hair. And two, like the tape murders happened on my birthday. So oh, coincidence? Weird. I think not. You're related. So <laughs> that doesn't. That's not how baby. That, where do you think babies come from? Let's wait. Hold on. Let's Storks. make the podcast about this now. Where the orcs and cloths are dropped with on porches? Yeah, in 1950. Yeah, that's how. That's where they come from. So where? Like, why, why do you think that? that I don't makes, even know what we're talking about anymore. Neither yeah. do I. So Snyderman. You know, he supposedly said to other people that when he met with the customs official, then like heavy people were brought in. That probably Fat meaning people. like there's been talk heavy that D it was like <laughs> stuff, <laughs> Not it. like MI5 or, you know, just yeah. other forms of British intelligence. But then there maybe yeah, James Bond. But then they allowed their FBI contacts to come in and meet with him, which would mean it would have been Sean Connery then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Roger Moore. <laughs> Which would mean that this was discussed prior to Snyderman's arrest, and maybe they were just waiting on something like this to happen. But that set every, you know, their whole plan in motion. This would keep them from touring further in the U.S. and slow their influence among the U.S. youth. The Rolling Stones had already toured in the U.S. at this point, first in June of 1964. They appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show in October of that year, and then at least four times by 1966. So it's not like they were keeping them out of the U.S. Like yeah, they had been already there. been there. Yeah. But I guess they, you know, they were... Maybe trying to stop... They like gained a, a lot of momentum at right, that point. Right, just what they would call the British invasion where it, it takes over and, you know, there's fans waiting at the airport yeah. freaking out and stuff like that. And urinating. Supposedly that was a thing. And there was... The stones that <laughs> lay, uh, young women would wet themselves when the stones came on. That's, That's like a story I've heard multiple times from, like... And you're talking about peeing their pants, yes. not <laughs> yeah, not anything else. Well, that's not <laughs> unverified. Yeah. You don't know that stuff. Yeah, so like they'd they'd get so excited, and I'm like, I don't know that I buy that because I'm like, yeah. you were describing a puppy. Puppies right. do that. These are like female humans. But there is a saying that people used to say, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm yeah. You know, I could pee my pants. Yeah. So I've never said that myself, but I've heard other people say that. Yeah. So, so who maybe knows? that. I feel like what there were, and obviously I was not at any of these shows, but I feel like maybe much later on, and bands like maybe an NSYNC played, and 13 or girls just like lost their shit, or new yeah. kids on the block might be. Yeah. Like they passed out. Like I out. feel, yeah. Like I feel like it's not completely ridiculous. 
No, it's no, not. Like, I don't know like, that the any of this happened. Like screaming fans of the Beatles. That I mean, just think it how just, terrible it would be to try to see like those bands during that time where there's like people like pissing oh, themselves and yeah, people screaming. It'd be awful. It's yeah. There used to be a stand-up comedian that had a bit bit about that. That if he went ever went like if he went back in time to a Beatles show, he'd just be like looking around all mad, and be like, "Shut up! Yeah, you know they're gonna stop touring because of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, be quiet. Just I mean, listen to them play. Too, also, yeah. yeah. I, like, I, that's the part that? that I don't understand. Why would you go to a concert just to scream? I know. Like, aren't you there Turn to on the radio hear and them? At your house. Yeah, yeah. Like, hear them. So play. obviously, they didn't care about the music. They just wanted to like see the guys from the magazines. Totally. Yeah. I also think that there's something that doesn't make sense to us about that mm-hmm. because of the way the world is now. Like, we have access to pictures. Like, if I really want to, I could probably find a lot of celebrities naked on the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas there wasn't at the access. So now I think about it, maybe you don't see them very often mm-hmm. and then they're not like they're everywhere but they're kind of not and then right. when you're in the same room as them and if you did see them on like a tv back then it was black and white and looked like hell whereas now it's yeah. like you can get you know a blu-ray of whoever whatever you band see, and it's like, like the you're there on their face. yeah you can see like their yeah. skin tone and so yeah. That yeah, is so a, that is a good point. Maybe that has just something like, to do with it. I mean, they were the Beatles were so popular they invented stadium concerts because of them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that, the the funniest thing I find about that is apparently that was like law enforcement's idea. Oh dang! Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the. There's a documentary. I think it's on Hulu. I think it might be a Hulu original that was made by Ron Howard. I think it's called Eight Days a Week, and it's about the touring years of the Beatles. Oh. And I believe it's there where I learned that like the cops were kind of like. Can we get bigger venues? Because their fear was having a thousand seat venue and having twenty thousand people outside, yeah, try, like trying to hear something or trying to get in. Yeah. So they were like, "Could we do it at a stadium?" Like, they should have went straight to idea. festival outside, but I don't know if that no, concept. Had that's been, what I'm saying. Yeah. There was no, uh, no, there was no precedent. Because I mean, they talk about um, like when did the Newport Folk Festival start? That I don't know. That I, was I, around I, before, and I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, there were festivals, but they weren't like a as big a thing as yeah, they was. Yeah, like, a like that's when all yeah. this stuff was getting invented, kind mm-hmm. of. Anyway, back to so they you know they'd been four times by 1966, and then they were on the Ed Sullivan show again in 1967, where they had to change the lyrics of "Let's spend the night together" to "Let's spend some time together." That's so dumb. I know. Could you it's just so dumb. With like Keith Richards and Ed Sullivan. So, you guys, can you uh, <laughs> change the lyrics? And but I that, but you know, stuff like that. Like these lyrics that were maybe getting like a little bit more suggest, you know, suggestive, and their behavior was starting to like fuel that paranoia around this time. So that I think you yeah, know, it's also to why that it's called parenting. Like, that's the thing that I never understood about any of this stuff. And I myself am not a parent, and maybe that's why I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I'll freely admit that. But it's like, if you're paying attention to what your kid is doing, Mm -hmm. for the most part, I feel like they're ju- they're gonna be okay. Like no, yeah. ma- no, it doesn't matter what music they're listening to. Right. It doesn't matter what game they're playing. Like none of that shit matters if you're parenting them. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could be wrong because maybe I don't they're have more any kids. worried about after you know they move out of the house. Like say they move out at eighteen, then again, did you parent them? Well, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> think about you know we just talked about the band Mayhem and those guys. They were all 
you know, pretty young when they did a lot of the things that they did. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, back, know, like, back then, back parents. then, eighteen-year-olds were actual adults, though. Yeah. Like you got out. You got to be twenty-eight to be an adult now. I know. <laughs> if, like literally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they should change the age of voting to thirty-five. Yeah, no, seriously, like I'm they're not joking. But back then, eighteen-year-old was like an adult. Like you, I don't know what percentage of people went to college, but it wasn't nearly as high as it is yeah. now. You went, and you got a job. A lot of people moved. Like there's, you've seen it in so many like movies and TV shows how they kick their kids out of the house when they turn right. eighteen. Like the parents cannot wait until yeah. they turn eighteen so they can <laughs> throw like, them we out. Turned your room into an office. Yeah, so like. You were expected to be an actual adult, and like I would assume that the parents were at least thinking that they were preparing the children yeah. for that. So, like, what's the problem with a rock and roll song? It's just yeah. so sick. Like, well, that and like, there was usually one parent at home at that point. Like, yeah, and most you know, I, not all households, but there was usually like one parent that was mostly. Like home. Yeah, the Maybe. women didn't start working after World War II. Women stopped working for the most part again, mm-hmm. and then they didn't start getting back into the workforce until like the seventies. Yeah, yeah. It's again. It's just like it's such a silly thing to focus on. It's yeah. so strange. Like yeah. you think that this song is going to change the course of your child's life, right? How it, it's insulting to the children too. It it's is. like how malleable do you think these motherfuckers are? <laughs> like, like, like you should but be worried about cults. There like, were um, kids that ate Tide Pods after watching a YouTube video, so yeah, maybe we're giving I, them more see, credit. Than I don't they deserve. think that would have happened in 1965, even if YouTube existed. Who knows? Here's the reason I don't think that would have happened is because the population in 1965 was not nearly what it is now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are any more crazy or stupid people than there were at any other time in the world. The yeah. problem is there's so it's the same percentage of people, but when you up the population, that number yeah. gets higher. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that sort of, like there would have been like four kids that w- would have tried it. And they were also the kids that like pulled the TV off of the TV tray, which shouldn't have been on there anyway. And it fell on their head and they died. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're what we don't, <laughs> they're the kids that like the warning labels had to go on like comet for. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we don't need you there. <laughs> sorry. I saw a kid smoke a Tide pod somehow. On the internet, it was really okay. Weird. I thought you were going to say like in person. No, <laughs> strange story. Yeah. I wonder what that smelled like. I know. I, I know. Like That's I know. Like, bad. How do you smoke that? Do you? It doesn't. Uh, I would. I think it was a bong. You would. Oh. I was going to say you would have had. Okay. You have to take it. Take, like you can't. Obviously, you can't smoke the liquid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, it was like, but they have like the some. They have like powdered ones too. Oh, that's right. I didn't really think about. So you that. cut one of them open. I, Is this just become a tutorial on how to smoke a Tide Pod? Kids so don't, you cut it open with a razor blade out of the middle. Yeah, get the razor blades. From don't your eat Halloween. them either. Get, yeah. yeah, get get the razor blades from your Halloween candy, and then go <laughs> and slice open a Tide Pod, then stick it in your bong. You know, your ten. You've I'm got a bong. I'm pretty sure right. that's what it was. Like it was just a long time ago. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kids are idiots. You need to watch them. And like, if you don't know that, you shouldn't have a kid. Yeah. Like, again, parenting. Popular UK publication News of the World published a story on February 5th, 1967 called Pop Stars and Drugs Facts That Will Shock You. This three part story discussed the drug use of Donovan, Pete Townsend from The Who, The Moody Blues, Ginger Baker from Cream, and The Rolling Stones. The article so claimed. <laughs> I mean, they're 
oh, there was, you know, yeah. that's just. There was a lot of people music. that were definitely doing drugs not mentioned in this article, not, too. Jimi Hendrix never did drugs. Nope, Janis Joplin. No, no. I mean, she was a little bit later, I think. But she was more of a drinker than anything else, but yeah. right, I'm sure Same she difference. did some acid and stuff. Yeah, but back then they wouldn't really care about alcohol. Because everyone yeah. was drunk all the time. Right. Have you ever You'll seen Mad Men? Offices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. The article claimed that a reporter witnessed Mick Jagger taking several Benzedrine tablets at a bar before taking out a piece of hashish and inviting people. Hashish? Hashish. Hashish? Well, how do you. Hashish. 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 Okay. hashish. Yeah. Hashish. <laughs> That's good that you don't know how to say it, actually. Right. Okay. That means you've never been well. near it. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents did a good job. And inviting people back to his house to smoke it. The reporter had actually been watching guitarist Brian Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so Mick tried to sue the publication for libel. But this story further fueled paranoia by cementing this, you know, like we've been talking about, this bad boy image. During a 1966 tour of the U.S., fans had become increasingly rebellious, especially to the police at the show, at the shows. Yeah, well, here, and, and if that was encouraged by the Rolling Stones, which mm-hmm. may or may not have been, but like... There's there's something to be said. There's like don't hit the hornet's nest. Yeah, and you won't get stung. You know, like yeah. is this like a self fulfilling prophecy? Like you decided there was a problem when there might not have been, and then you caused the problem you decided was already right. there. That I feel like that's what all everything from back then, where it's like some outrage over some stupid nonsense. Yeah. I feel like it's always like you caused that. Like you problem. made this a lot right. worse than it would have been. Like we discussed Louie Louie, I don't know when that yeah. airs, but like so a thought I had afterwards is like, if you can't understand the lyrics, then who even cares what they are? Right. Like, why are you bothering? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't understand them, neither can they, so who cares? <laughs> so at some point, Snyderman was introduced to Keith Richards, and he promised him LSD called Sunshine, and was invited back to Keith Richards' Redlands home. So on February 12th, 1967, which is, you know, right around a week after this article was released, police raided Keith Richards' Redlands home in Sussex after being tipped off about a party at the place. The police were tipped off by the paper, who they said had been tipped off by their chauffeur at the time. Some of the guests at the home included Mick Jagger, musician Marianne Faithful, who was in a relationship with Mick Jagger, art dealer Robert Frazier, David Snyderman. They said that Patty Boyd and George Harrison had been there earlier in the day, but had left. And then, oh, um, funny, Robert Fraser's nickname was Groovy Bob. I just thought I'd include that. It's yeah. Funny, Groovy Bob. Yeah, that <laughs> Groovy Bob. That's awesome. And then Nikki Kramer, who is the, the chauffeur. So Keith, Keith, Mick, and Marianne had been on this all-day acid trip. So when police knocked on the door, Keith thought that he saw saw a whole lot of dwarves outside. <laughs> that is awesome. And let them in. And that was from like his own memoir. Because they like some of the stuff that you watched, he said that they saw like shiny buttons on the on them and just let them in. But it, he said himself and his Well, that would have made story. sense because they're uniforms. That's literally the reason cops are called cops. Yeah. Is because of the big copper buttons. Okay. They're called coppers and then it got shortened to cops. 
And pigs. And crazy thing. Well, that's just because. They had 18 officers show up at this party. It just seemed really excessive. I mean, I know that it's, you know, famous musicians, but that just, I mean, it seems like they could have probably taken care of it with a lot less. But they're putting on a show. They were putting on a show. It's like every time I see someone pulled over and there's like four cop cars and I'm like, and the person's like on the side of the road, very clearly complying. It's like, why are you have six cops here? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it many times. Oh yeah. Okay. And stories differ here. And this is weird. Some warning you guys ahead of time. I like weird. It was said that when police came in, they found Marianne faithful wrapped in a fur rug since she'd just stepped out of the shower. But other reports claim that they walked into an orgy and Mick Jagger was eating a Mars bars, Mars bar out of her vagina. Hmm. I don't know if you guys heard that story or not. No, I've I've never never heard that. Yeah. No, that's just weird. Like it's so weird and not true. It's just, yeah, that's one of those things that it's like, they like where someone just piled on some nonsense. Cause like there is a story about musicians that, they were like having this hotel party. I don't remember who it is, but they had this hotel party the, the, and they had groupies and they violated a groupie with like, she, she allowed it to happen, but with a fish. Oh yeah. I've heard that story. Yeah. Which is weird. That's so it's Led not Ze- like that's Led Zeppelin. Is that I don't story. think it was Led Zeppelin, but I think that they, it's people said it was Led Zeppelin and then well, that, okay, it was I really say, like somebody that's else. The, that's the band that I've always heard it associated with is Led yes. Zeppelin. I think they were there, but what? they didn't. Uh, see, here's the, uh, the, that like I always think about like the actual mechanics behind something like that. Yeah. And like it's gotta be the right size fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I guess it was like a baby shark, maybe. That still what? seems like <laughs> I don't I, it's know. just like the the mechanics behind it seem that story supposedly true though. Like this yeah. one is not true. I don't believe it. But that one I mean it's it's People not obviously it's not impossible. It was true. But yeah. it's just like it's and just also weird. I feel like all that stuff happens and, and this is not a defense of it in any way, because I think it's super weird and why would you do that? But I feel like a lot of that shit, if it ever actually really happens, is more like, oh, like they'll just do anything to Damn, be horrible. with a <laughs> rock star. Okay, let's and test like this. Feeding off of each other. Yeah, like again, so not horrible. a defense in any way. It's not yeah, a thing that should wind no, up we're happening. We're not defending these people. But I feel like I, I've witnessed different versions of that yeah. behavior where it's like like people get egged on and stuff, mm-hmm. and I could see how it could, in an extreme version, end up and with a fish inside someone. And some of these groupies were like runaways and like <laughs> yeah. really young women yeah. that you know, maybe would have done anything to like please these people and follow them on tour. I don't know. Very gross though. Biographer Fred Goodman and Marianne Faithful herself claimed that this story was completely fabricated. And when the story was presented at court later, they went with the version where they walked in and she was covered with a fur rug. Yeah. So the one that was probably true. true. Yeah. Also weird. Because mm-hmm. a rug, like I know, that's like, not a maybe towel. it was just the closest <laughs> yeah. thing. Maybe she had her clothes also, in the next like room. a rug would. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. probably what it. Something like that, but like again, the mechanics of it—that's going to be uncomfortable. 
Yeah. And also not easy to hold up to cover yourself, depending right. on, or pointless, depending upon the size of the rug. Well, the funny thing is, there's like, there's a, like, we're talking a, a Netflix <laughs> series that talks about this story. Cause that makes and it even more confusing. They have like a dramatic reenactment and they have her like holding the fur up and then looking at a couple police officers, like a woman and a man. And then she drops the rug on purpose to like yeah. show off her body, but I, it was never like that. I was mean, never talked about either, so I don't think they're that like happened. the free. Lo- you're in the free love type, so you would. Th- I was actually thinking that too. I but I don't. I know very little about Marianne. Fa- uh, Marianne Faithful, including how to say her name without yeah. <laughs> stuttering or messing it up. Uh, I basically only know that she was a person. Like I know the name. Yeah. I know, so I don't know if that would be. I know a little bit about her behavior that made sense for her. If yeah. she was just like she was a huge me, drug guys. user. Yeah. That can, I mean, that can also, you can, a lot of people were depending upon home. what drugs you're on, you may not even realize you're not wearing clothes. Right. <laughs> like, and it, it, they were on, you know, acid at the time. Brian Jones was supposed to be there, but he was, you know, still finishing up songs for, it was the Degree of Murder soundtrack that his girlfriend at the time, Anita Pallenberg, starred in. So he was another person that almost was there, but didn't. It's probably for the best because he probably would have had like more stuff on him. Oh, yeah, he was... Yeah. I feel like he was the worst one of the Stones with that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, the thing that I always think about is, like, there's always people that can, like, handle, like, lots of drugs and alcohol and somehow seem fine. You know, it doesn't make any sense. So, he was just, like, a high-functioning drug addict... And then well, there's he Brian died Jones. in 1968, and no one told him. <laughs> <laughs> but Brian Jones was not no like he didn't do well functioning on you know all the drugs that he was on. And at this point, there was already like a rift in the band from you know due to his drug use and just some of the things that kind of were happening around that time, which we'll talk about a little bit of it. So after the police came in, they searched the place and they found some hashish scrapings. Yeah. And better, yeah. And Mick Jagger had four amphetamine pills that he had forgotten were in his pocket. Mother's little helper. From he wrote a song about Italy. them. Of course, he's got them. Well, the funny thing <laughs> is, there's a lot of people that have claimed that it was actually theirs, and he supposedly took the blame first. They said it was Marion Faithfuls, and then also that it was the Robert Fraser guys, you know, Groovy Bobs. Groovy Why didn't they just? Bob. It's only four pills. Swallow them. Uh, I don't know what that would do to your heart. It depends on how strong those pills were. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. but he didn't even know that they were in his pocket. One, yeah, four a bunch of people. Yeah. He didn't know that they were there until the cops. I, that's what found I'm saying. Them, he must not have even known. Yeah, but yeah, they um, they didn't arrest them that day. But after testing what they found, Mick was arrested for possession, and Keith was arrested for huh. allowing his home to be used to smoke marijuana. Huh. That's weird, but it is England. Mm-hmm. So their laws might be different. I feel like here you'd be going to jail and they, they take you to jail right. and then they test it. And then if it's, if it turns out that's not what it is, go. then they'll let you go. And Might Robert Frazier yeah. was also... But remember, you're innocent until proven guilty. He was also arrested because he had, which I didn't know it came in pill form, but he had heroin pills on him. Yeah. And he supposedly had 20 pills. Oh, and weird thing, and this is what probably sparked this whole you know, conspiracy Snyderman's case was never searched and he somehow disappeared from the scene and, you know, wasn't seen after that. He, he, I mean, he showed back up in the U S but he didn't, he was arrested, didn't have to talk to police. Oh yeah. Very strange. Yeah. So yeah. So he made a deal. Yeah. Yeah. what it sounds like. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do think that there's, this is probably true that he did this, but 
Um, Keith faced up to 10 years in prison for his charge or his charges. They went to court four months later in June of 1967. And funny thing, they actually toured Poland and Greece and Italy while they were like waiting to, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, yeah. But in the meantime, they became increasingly suspicious of the people close to them. Snyderman had already fled, as we said, to California, but they also suspected um, Keith's sh- chauffeur, Nikki Kramer, who was actually beat up and questioned. Oh, and funny thing is the band was really angry at Brian Jones because they felt like his conversation and his, you know, kind of talking about drugs openly and showing them out in public kind of led to this arrest. Which may be true. Yeah. So they wanted to escape the media coverage. They fled to France and they were almost arrested for trying to leave a hotel without paying. And with them, it was it Which was Mick, so odd. Yeah. Keith, Brian Jones, and Anita. I think Marianne Faithful was there, but I don't know for sure if she was there. But Anita definitely was there. But yeah, so they they tried to leave a hotel without pain, and then briefly to Spain, and then and there was an incident at I think it was at a a restaurant where they were like trying to use like points like club points, and they didn't they weren't able to do it. So well, you subway. Know, I've got six points. Well, here's on this. The, <laughs> yeah. actually here's the thing about that. That's uh, after I go, that doesn't make any sense. It, I actually thought of a, a scenario in which it would make sense. Because mm-hmm. I think the Beatles were like this, too. They had no idea about their money. Yeah. Like, rocks, they probably never yeah. had cash on them. Someone always paid for everything. So if they, like, weren't with that person, yeah. all of a sudden right. they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to leave and see what that does. I'm Mick Jagger. And they're also possibly on drugs. They're also young and super famous and yeah. may have like a little bit of an attitude about I'm so great and whatever. Like uh, right. they might be super arrogant and be like, I could just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Could be that too. Yeah, but they finally ended up in Morocco where <laughs> Brian Jones was left behind in a hotel without any money. They <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> there was an argument. <laughs> And Keith and Anita decided to leave together. Like, they're now together as a couple. Of course they are. And, (laughs) yeah, so don't, you know, don't know specifics, but strange story. But that does happen a lot with musicians where they, you know, Yeah, I think, yeah, they're just like, they're just like, they sit down next to the wrong person and they're like, well, I guess you're my girlfriend now. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I thought you like, yeah, we'll go with that. Cause I don't feel like finding my boyfriend. I don't know where he went. Right. <laughs> like, We're going to leave him behind. Yeah. Kind of like how, if I get lost someplace for like five seconds, I'm like, this is where I live now. It's like the same thing. <laughs> I, I still can't like, I still have trouble finding my car in a parking lot and I've had it for a year now. Oh, that, that just happens I'm sometimes. So, I don't pay attention to where I park. I don't either, but like, I it. just like, I, I haven't learned what my car looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does take a while sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've often been like, well, I live in the Lowe's parking lot now. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days it'll be, be outside a sporting goods store and I'll be set because they'll have camping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to the trial. Fans and press gathered outside the courthouse. It was claimed that Judge Block, and his name was Leslie Kenneth Allen Block, really went after... Got enough names? I know, right? He went after the musicians and was very theatrical when 
you know, conducting this trial. Is this in England? Yeah. So he's wearing a wig. The funny thing is, Don't I was thinking that he about is definitely wearing the curl, a wig. like the curly looking yeah. wig. Yeah. Oh, right. And I, I was thinking when reading this, like, what a great musical it would be if you know you had a musical about this, like trial where Keith and and Mick are being tried, and you could like maybe incorporate some of their songs into it. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure you could do that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely watch that. Okay, so Mick was tried the day before Keith, but I think they were sentenced at the same time, from what I read. And he waited in jail while Keith was tried. Both were found guilty after one hour of deliberation from the jury. Mick was sentenced to three months in prison, and Keith was sentenced to one year. The Times newspaper started a campaign to bring light to the incredibly harsh sentencing, and this was kind of led by their editor, William Rees Mogg, and as a result, oh, and as a result of an appeal, the conviction was over, um, Keith's was overturned in July, and then Mick afterwards received a conditional discharge. So by 1969, they had their American visas again. So it's like all this work possibly to keep them out of the U.S. and it didn't even actually work. It didn't and stick. one thing that I thought was kind of cool. Because for a while, when they were going through this, they weren't releasing music. The Who did a couple covers. They did Under My Thumb and The Last Time, which were Rolling Stone songs, and had them on the radio so they could kind of like keep their keep songs going. Yeah, going. yeah. and That's I think cool. that the Rolling Stones fans. actually did release a song that they'd written for their fans that were supporting them during this. Well, yeah, that's kind of like... The whole like Beatles versus the Stones thing, it was mm-hmm. invented by fans, like they were friends. Yeah. Right. They would, even, they would like actually even go out of their way to time release dates of songs and stuff so that yeah. they weren't stepping on each other. I mean, they well, George even Harrison was supposedly wrote at a that couple party. of the songs that yeah. the Rolling Stones recorded. They the got Beatles busted did. At, so. Right. They were definitely friends. <laughs> and the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus. John Lennon was high right. on heroin with Mick Jagger <laughs> and it's on film. I don't know if it was heroin, but it probably there's a reason it was never actually aired. Yeah. There's several reasons. That clip of them playing that John Lennon song, Your Blues, is like the greatest thing yeah. ever. Yeah, well, because it's a... And su- I mean, anything yeah, ever. Be- yeah, because it's John Lennon, uh, guitar Eric Clapton. Vocals, Eric Clapton playing lead, Keith Richards mm-hmm. plays bass, and Mitch Mitchell of the Jimi Hendrix... Right? Yeah. Mitch Mitchell? Of the Jimi Hendrix experience playing drums. They were a one-off band called the Dirty Mac. But like it's so good, like I don't want to play music but anymore. Like they're, yeah, stop. yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. It is. It does. Uh, but they're th- like they're so high. Oh yeah, yeah. like <laughs> and they're talking into a camera and stuff. And then you can see that, like I think Mick at one point, I this is why I think they were on heroin or something. And then Mick does coke. Oh, because uh, the Rolling Stones play last, and one. Um, I've said it. I, I made Josh watch this fairly recently, well, like mm-hmm. within the last year and a half. Or yeah, two. we watched the whole thing, and I was like, <laughs> "Just look at his dick! Like you can just—he's <laughs> got tight, tight I, pants on, and no underwear, and like I could pick his dick out of a lineup easily. <laughs> like not now; it's not that. But right. like and we're with, talking like Super Eight film, yeah. Or but, whatever it was. but but like within a but within a week of me viewing that, I could totally pick his dick out of a lineup. Yeah, and then like he's like his energy doesn't match the band like he's too much yeah and like i'm like oh yeah cocaine will do that shit well not the dick thing isn't that a speedball when you do both heroin and cocaine 
are called. That, yes, I think at, so. I be, yeah, I believe that's. I don't know if you have that's to, like when you actually them mix the them time. together. Yeah, like yeah. okay, so you like took one I, and then later took. I, I think so. To, like, I think went so. down and then tried to get back up later with because yeah. there because there's there's a cut there's at least one scene with him and John Lennon talking and they're just like their eyes are so fucking glassy. John Lennon doesn't seem to know where he is. <laughs> And then later, oh, I'm at the circus. like I said, Mick Jagger's just like, he's too intense, even for the, like the rock music that they're playing and like doesn't yeah. make sense. Because yeah. also they're, they're on like a soundstage, so it's not like a huge stage. Mm-hmm. And it's very, everybody should do themselves a favor and look it up on YouTube. It's got to be on yeah. YouTube. At least That's how we watched it. Them playing. Oh, because we watched the whole thing on YouTube. Because like, uh, like, yeah, like Jethro Tull opens up and just, is Ian you should watch that too. Ian yeah. Anderson is that the guy's name? I don't Maybe. know. No. He's the, it's Ian something. I can never remember odd. his last name. Mm-hmm. The lead say he's a, he's a strange duck. They they perform really well, but then like Taj Mahal, like there no joke. There's a band that has what I can only describe to you as like um, it it looks like a demon playing guitar, <laughs> and then a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're good though. Yeah, they're good, but it's just like, what are you? The one, the guitar. It sounds player, like they were just like the guitar, really enjoying their own styles. Yeah, the the, mm. the guitar player is just an odd looking person. Yeah, like the uh, the reference that I can make, no one is going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Unfortunately, unless you've mm. seen the movie Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have. We've watched that many times. There's a yeah. So this is for the eight people that have seen Warlock. There's a scene where the the warlock guy goes to a woman who pretends to be a medium, and then he makes her into an actual medium, and her face yeah. changes. And this guy's face <laughs> looks like her face after she changes to like uh, to channel Satan. Okay. So like, he's just he. I, I, actually, I'm assuming it's a man. Mm-hmm. Like it might not I'm be, sure but I'm man. pretty sure it's a dude. It's just a very very odd looking face yeah and he's playing guitar for a black cowboy it's just everything about it's strange yeah <laughs> i mean the whole show is strange and yeah it's, it's like supposed to it's be. what happens when you have a lot of money and drugs right. and no one is telling you no no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's like don't well or they were just you know kind of appreciating the uniqueness of well no they didn't really they, it was filmed for the bbc and i do not believe it ever aired because yeah. they look they watch it back and like this oh, is too shit. messed up yeah yeah, yeah it's like that documentary everybody's on drugs um that was never released i think it's called cocksucker blues about the rolling stones and it's like it got a little too real for them yeah. and like the stuff we're talking about yeah. might have been filmed some of it oh, okay. and like that kind of stuff so i believe they had that buried yeah well, Frazier, that was with the band and caught with the 20 heroin pills, was sentenced to six months hard labor. Groovy Bob. Which, what do you so. think? He was up there with Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, he's yeah, breaking rocks. Yeah, I know, rocks. that's what I picture, yeah, but I don't know. breaking rocks, and then he ate all the eggs. Snake eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. What, what what would they have had as labor camps know, back then? That's what I was trying to think. I always picture just like dudes breaking rocks because that's, that's picturing like road yeah. and, and then I'm always like, why? What is the purpose of this? Why? Where do these rocks go after you break them? Right. I don't understand. Very strange. But yeah. I, why isn't that a thing anymore? I don't know. I feel breaking like. Rocks? Well, oh, just like hardly no, just prisoners. Like, yeah, just like prisoners doing work. Like people that. are too May, soft. Maybe it is some places still. 
So like, do they even make like license plates in like anymore? Texas or someplace they might. I think I've seen those like road, whatever they're called. I've I've seen the red crews. I've, I've seen people seen cleaning stuff up, but usually yeah. that's like it's it is law infraction related, but it's like community service. You get, yeah, you're not I don't like, know. If they're it's not like, like actual they're not chained up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I've seen people doing. I mean, it is kind of cruel, sort of. Because it depends on what crime could you committed. Be. As well, to that how I mean, cruel. if they have you, I mean, they could find you jobs that you could do that wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if anything, it might be kind of good because maybe some of these people that don't have a skill could learn something and then help them get a job when they I get out. I feel like prison. it's a good. I feel like making people do like hard labor, like breaking rocks, is a better deterrent from prison than maybe. anything else. I don't it's know. Like, I was just thinking more of like the shit. rehabilitation yeah. side where, you know, maybe <laughs> they'll, they'll have options and not go back to committing crimes. Um, Take away their dental and health care in prison. <laughs> can't do that. I'm, I'm That's joking. terrible. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. It's really terrible. Also, Brian Jones was <laughs> arrested and charged with possession of cannabis on May 10th, 1967. So it was the day that Jagger and Richards and Frazier were arraigned. His trial took place in November 1967, and he was found guilty as well. But after an appeal, he received $1,000. Well, it wasn't. What's the squiggle? It's like the squiggle with the line through it. Is that euros or is that euros, isn't it? no? Euros pounds. didn't exist then. Okay, it probably would have. That's it, that's not the sign for a pound. If it, it was no? England, know, it would have been unless that unless whatever you were reading was it's doing like the equivalent you like the of yeah euros. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it, it it does look like the euro sign, but euros didn't exist then. Right. Yeah. So a, th- a fine of a thousand something, and. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> 1,000 fish. You have to catch them by hand. Good luck. <laughs> and three years probation and an order to seek help. Sadly, he was dead by 1969. Showed them. <laughs> Not paying your fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he paid it before. Because it was 67. You sought help at the bottom of a pool. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. It sure is, but... Uh, I I resisted when I said earlier when I said that they had the Mary, uh, the movie buried to I resisted saying next to Brian Jones. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Brian Jonestown massacre. It's the one of the greatest band names ever. I don't know if I like that band or not because I've never really heard them. Yeah, no. But I don't want to hear them because the name's too good. That's kind of why <laughs> I won't listen to them is because their name is amazing. Yeah. What was the guy's first name that started like the Jonestown cult though? Uh, Jim Jones. Okay. I couldn't remember his first name. Yeah, it's Jim Jones. Yeah. Alliteration. If you're going to be a cult leader, having a, an alliterative, alliterative name, it, I think, is a good idea. Maybe. Yeah. I have to find. I'm going to have to change my name. Mm-hmm. I want to start a cult because um, I think now is the time. There's yeah. lots of people looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow you. Yeah. You have at least one follower. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird the way you said it. It made me feel uncomfortable. And it I want to start a it's a cult, bro. It was like a weird it's volume and Here's what I want to do. I want to start the first cult that doesn't have weird sex stuff going on. Yeah. Because that's, that's good. Because that's it's not, not a cult I, then. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm fine with the suicide pact. It's the weird sex stuff I'm not down with. Yeah, but it all goes hand in hand. There's always weird sex stuff in the cults. There really is. It's there like is. every... 
every cult that doesn't wind up becoming a major religion. Yeah. Because basically every religion at some point was a cult. Like it had to mm-hmm. start somewhere. Yeah. So by technical definitions, everything. Or there's Scientology, which started as like a a book, a sci-fi concept, yeah. and then became a cult, <laughs> then a religion. Oh, well, Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Let's not go to Scientology. Yeah. No, no, not, no, no. Yeah, I don't, don't want have to a strong either. enough legal team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've already said too much. <laughs> well, we did talk about Scientology in our episode where we discussed Beck. And he was born into it, wasn't he? Yeah, he's no longer part of the church. He put out a statement over the summer. Oh. And he like but he's distancing himself. Because of your podcast episode. Maybe. Yeah, likely. it had to be. He's like, listen, <laughs> let me set the record straight. The, <laughs> the funny thing is we weren't really talking about Beck so much as talking about people that he worked with that were kind of introduced to the church and then they were harassed by the church. Oh. So we didn't, I mean, Beck didn't do anything wrong. No, he doesn't seem like the type. Yeah, I think, I know, he's such a cool guy. Yeah. He was divorced recently and his wife, who is Giovanni Ribisi's sister. Yeah. Who was in, what's that movie with Matthew McConaughey? Are are you talking about her or? Yeah, she was in it. With Matthew um, McConaughey. Yeah, it's it's like that huge movie with all the kids on like the last day of school in the 70s. And they... I oh, think Days and Confused. Yes. Yeah, she was in Days... She was the redhead in Days Confused that Matthew McConaughey kept hitting on. Oh, really? He's like, red is my favorite color. Yeah, I can't do man. it like him. I mean, we've seen that movie many times, but it's been a long time. I didn't know. Yeah, I she's never, his twin I sister. never knew that. That's interesting. Yeah, and funny thing is... She, she and Giovanni Rubisi were actually delivered by Beck's mom, even stranger. That yeah. is, and I. So they had a, they were connected from the start. Weirdly, I know, isn't that strange? Yeah, but yeah, they sadly divorced. Maybe for the best. Maybe they're both really happy. But then he put out the statement that he's no, like he's not part of the church. So, all right, mm-hmm. Beck's off the hook. Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. I don't know when it Maybe was. Maybe not, because that was before, that was like when that was our first one. We probably are really terrible. We're still really terrible. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just not. kidding. I mean, I'm not doing anything to improve anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm actively sabotaging you. I'm not sure if you realize that or <laughs> no. not. <laughs> yeah, listen to that and just with Maybe a grain of salt, understand about, yeah. people. We were trying a new thing. You're always learning. If you're not always learning how to do something, you're never going to get better at it. No matter how good you are, you should still yeah. be learning it. Maybe by then I'll go back and re-edit unless, that. Unless you're like a thousand You can listen to it and it's great. If you're a vampire and you live to be like a thousand and you've been doing like woodworking that entire time then maybe you don't need to learn anything else but yeah. other than that weirdly specific scenario yeah pretty much yeah that's basically <laughs> also basically josh was scenario. editing then so he didn't cut out possibly all of my mistakes where i lose my spot in notes or something oh. and maybe that's still in there maybe yeah it's better because i definitely make edit. myself sound better than i am because i would just <laughs> not do it <laughs> <laughs> I did edit stuff out that was appropriate, but yeah, 
I wasn't as thorough, I don't think. I added out like a lot of ums and likes and pauses oh, yeah, and no. losing spots. I, I just I the only my only other experience with this, I was adamant about not editing stuff out, but that's because it was a completely different kind yeah. of thing. Oh, you were yeah. not learning anything from my old podcast other than <laughs> I stuff. might be drunk and it and I'm a crazy person. Those are the only two things you learned. <laughs> <laughs> um so it was a whole different thing, editing. I thought it would make it worse. Plus, we had noise in the background, yeah. which made it really hard to edit stuff out. Oh, I bet. And I, uh, I'm i unconvinced Ari ever edited anything. He told me he was going to, but I was like, don't do that. Yeah. It's and easier he, not to. It's way oh my easier. Gosh. Yeah, because he Time never, I, I don't know. I was always of the opinion, like, I don't care if they think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Back to, I mean, the whole theory was, is the, did the CIA... Most, or not the C- FBI, FBI. Or, I'm sorry, FBI, like, stage this whole thing? Most likely. It sounds like it's, he made a deal. Very it sounds possible, like yeah. he made it, that dude, the... Um, I'm the sorry, Acid King? Yeah, made a deal Snyderman. with someone. Oh, also, fun fact, um, there's a picture that you can find, which I'll put on our Instagram page, of Keith Richards and Snyderman of the day that that happened there at the beach by his house, <laughs> And he looks exactly like the actor that plays Alexi on Stranger Things. Exactly. Well, interesting. Yeah. Have you ever seen the two of them in the same room at the same time? <laughs> no, but he would have had to stop he aging. Been much, yeah. Much older. Listen, I've but already still, and I think he did die. So, well, yeah. maybe his clone. Maybe he's undead. His clone. Yeah. Oh, they could have cloned him. That's is a now more an actor that died in yeah. season three of Stranger Things. It was Things. like Spoiler Dolly alert. the Sheep and then that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, and isn't there that lady that there's some actors that had a bunch of clones of her dog made, I think, in China. What we need. Probably. Yeah. In, in my lifetime, I want to go to Jurassic Park. Like oh, a real yeah. dra- Like we have the technology exists to potentially do that. Except I believe I read something about how like it would have to be done a completely different way than presented in Jurassic Park because yeah. that wouldn't actually work. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, but either way, I believe there one day, possibly hopefully in our lifetime, there will be a Jurassic Park where you will go to see some kind of live I dinosaur type thing. I cannot wait to read the article about yes. how someone gets eaten at that park. You just <laughs> have to watch the movie, the first yeah, movie, it's to ex- know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no way that doesn't end terribly. Of right. course, but that's uh, that's what I want to happen in my lifetime. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And I think it's actually It possible. would definitely have yeah, to be in China. It's possible. Because they don't have the rules that other places have. Just anywhere, yeah. I mean, they Elon Musk have, is going to have he's going to have the cane with the cart or the, the amber. Oh, the amber yeah. Yeah. He's going to he's going to be an old man, and we're going to go to Jurassic. And he's going well, so this is going to be on Mars then. It might have to be, yeah, because <laughs> that's where his, that's his plan. He's going home. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't I didn't specify where it was going to be. I that's true. There you would didn't. be a Jurassic. Park. I don't, for some reason, I assumed it would be Earth, but yeah, me too. I did too. But now that you bring that up, it would be most. It likely would make Mars. more sense. To not have it on Earth because there'd actually be like enough vegetation for it to like to feed the dinosaurs, at least the plant eaters. Yeah, but then you'd have to. Well, you feed. Start you feed. The well, if stuff farming. got out of hand on Mars, you just move to the next planet, just abandon, and then we move to the next planet. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Earth is kind of more precious, I would think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
You'd have to terraform Mars. Like, we can't inhabit Mars right no. now. No. Absolutely not, yeah. Without, like, domes and all right. kinds right. of crazy stuff. We watch Biodome. We know a lot about that stuff, too. Uh, Paulie Shore. Yeah. Jay. And Stephen Baldwin. Jay, I'm stay aware. with me. I'm aware. Okay. The, the, the third best Baldwin. <laughs> Actually, he, I don't know. He might be second. Erroneous. I don't really like Billy. <laughs> Daniel yeah. can eat a dick. <laughs> That's just kind of. I don't rude. really like Alec Baldwin, but he's at least he's the most good. talented. He's I think. by yeah, far he's the most actor. talented, and I I love Such him on Thirty Rock. Sometimes. Yeah, on Thirty Rock, he's he was born to play Jack Donaghy. He was really funny when he played Donald Trump too. It's just so weird when you see younger well, Alec really, Baldwin and then see him yeah. now, and you never think like this person would turn into this person. Yeah, I mean sometimes. People bloat. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's what happened. Like, and it was like <laughs> alcohol, McDonald's. Yeah, I don't know what his deal. Yeah, I, I don't know. know why. I mean, also just age because he's got to be in his fifties. It's never really stopped him from getting really attractive women to date and marry. Oh, him. I think he's charming. Probably he's funny, mm, rich and charming. That doesn't get anything. Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's pretty funny. He's funny. And, and he's really good. At, yeah, but for some people, that's enough. You're, you're funny, and you're a yeah. famous actor. And you're rich. Yeah, like, we're good. Mm-hmm. I'd marry him. I'm not an attractive lady, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, uh, my, fa- my favorite um, expression for that is he overkicked his coverage. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. When you... When you at fame will like fame alone will get you a lot of stuff that yeah. that same exact person without the fame would never in a million years right. get. So there's that. Mm. I'm trying really hard not to say someone's trying to leech off of them. Right. <laughs> but that happens too. Yeah. I just don't want to accuse women of it because I'm sure no, and there are men. I don't even I don't know enough about the people that he's, he's even like been involved. No, I don't like, know. Say I don't something like that. Like I, I, know I don't really know. I do know that I'm looking for a sugar mama. Mm-hmm. Like any sugar mamas out there? Yeah. Let us know. Please, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, we all I'm still tired. have full time jobs so on top of this podcast. I've been working since I was 14. I don't want to anymore. I hate it. <laughs> Same zoos. I was 16. <laughs> well, actually not, because I did have like jobs with my family before then, and I was a dog walker when I was younger. A dog walker? Oh, you did a lot of babysitting, too. I mean, it's a I job. I did a lot of babysitting, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that is a... If you're good at babysitting, too, that's like a life skill. Mm-hmm. You're learning. Absolutely. That's true. It's like you're learning all your, one, you're learning, it prepares you for if you ever have children, at least a little bit. Yeah. And it also like, like, uh, kind of like, um, how to deescalate situations. Like if yeah. you're a good babysitter, like talking a three-year-old off of a proverbial ledge cause they're having a meltdown over, like they didn't have the right Capri Sun or whatever yeah. kids Drink out of pouches these days. Yeah. <laughs> I see. It's the marsupial of drinks. It's my favorite one of those like l- lunch Juice snack in bags. Yeah, Juice in a bag. It's great because that prepares them for wine in a box. Yeah, which is in a which bag. is in a bag. Exactly. So it's just disguised. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they probably don't taste too dissimilar. Uh, I feel like I'll, I know this because I've had Franzia and yeah, all that stuff. Some yeah. of the fruitier ones. 
Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Where they just add taste. a ton of sugar to it so that there's like no alcohol taste. I can see. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the Long Island iced tea of wine. Yeah. Both give you horrible headaches, but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm out. <laughs> So worst like and subscribe. Ever. You're the yes. worst podcast. Check out our merch. <laughs> worst ending ever. Yeah. And wow. hopefully we'll have a website soon. We'll stick the landing somehow. Yep. Check us out on Instagram at our music oddcast. And I believe it's the same for YouTube, our music oddcast. Yeah. And if you want to That's contact us with any stories or if you want to make any suggestions for Jay to bring up yeah, different word, topics for me to try to work into different topics email us at our music at gmail.com please rate and review so other people can find out about us share with your friends yeah all share with your coworkers. Things. try uh yeah I, I i feel like i'm not supposed to uh, suggest threatening violence anymore mm-hmm. who said that no one said that no one said it. <laughs> I got looks. Yeah. This isn't a video podcast. They don't know. <laughs> they can't hear your eyes, man. Yeah. Daggers. Okay, I think. Are we done? Yep. All right, we're, bye. we're out. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs>